the ball. How does this keep happening? Let's make sure we play like the New York Jets and not some slack team. The Jets, that's not going to go that smoothly. The same way I feel about your Jets making the playoffs or even being competitive in December, sir. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Oh, Manny, that intro sounds so much sweeter when I hear you say we're not going to be competitive in December. But you know what? It's October and we are 500. I, I wasn't sure if we were going to get here, but we're here. I was more optimistic than Brady Quinn for sure, but I wasn't sure if we were going to get here. Ooh, I, I was going to lead off with that. I, 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 I hate that you took it from my mouth. <laughs> I was like, how do you feel that Brady Quinn is definitely wrong? That was going to be my first question to you. Uh, well, I'm glad that we're back on this episode five. We're going to talk after when, but we have another special guest. Yep, we yep. have the host of the Jets Situation Report. And before I bring him on, I just wanted to, just in case you hadn't seen the video that was going around Twitter after we got that Browns victory. I feel, I feel like everybody should take a look at the passion behind Mr. I see Packers fans. I see Steelers fans. Oh, my God. This is my favorite part right here. It's just pacing. And welcome to the show, Mr. Gunny Gumpy. How you doing, sir? You're muted. You're muted. How about now? There we go. There we go. go. All right. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. That was awesome. Um, I felt it when I was watching that video, man. I felt it because it's like almost like I relived it when I was watching you go through it. It was one of those things, man, where like I think I don't care who you are. If you're a Jets fan, pessimist, optimistic, doesn't matter. We all thought that game was lost. And in all actuality, yes. it was lost. Like, in 90 seconds, teams don't come back from – that, that game was lost. Unless you're that the Chiefs. Un, unless you're the Chiefs. Exactly. Right. The, the very rare exception to the rule. Right. The right. Jets are not the exception to the rule. But right. that day we were. And, yeah. man, the excitement was real. I couldn't – it's funny, too, because I actually went back to grab my phone. I don't know if you can see the video. I, I, it was, yes, I was you, it my, like you were, like, going live or FaceTiming bro, or something. I, so I did. I went back to grab my phone because I was like, oh, crap. This is exciting. I need to go ahead and tweet it out or something. Yeah. And my, my daughter, my daughter, she's a, she was the one that looked at the camera and told her mom, like, mom, can you pull the security camera? That was funny. <laughs> right? And so my wife pulled it, man, and she sent it to me, and I was like, wow, that's pretty that's pretty good. She said, post it. She said, that's gold. Yeah. You need to post that. That's about it. It was going to get. And sure enough, my most uh, my most viewed video of all time. So I can't I can't argue. She was right. It was definitely it was gold. And now, before we get up, move on, I, I need okay. to address one thing. Right. There was a straight United Nations of NFL fandom <laughs> in your household. I need to know what's going on there because yeah. there were okay. like three or four different jerseys. Okay. All right. Well, it was it was three. Okay. So my okay. brother was the guy you saw sitting here. He was in my studio slash office. We we're watching the game on this TV. Yeah. Uh, he had just watched the Steelers lose, so he was all kinds of pissed off. Um, <laughs> he he's a Steelers fan, lifelong Steelers fan. You know what I'm saying from Pennsylvania. Uh, my wife, you know what I'm saying, who their brother and sister. My wife is a Green Bay Packers fan. Um, growing up in Pittsburgh, like or Pennsylvania, which is kind of weird. Because you would think you had a, a winning organization right there, but she's always been a big fan of Brett Favre. We started watching football, and she decided that's the team I wanted to root for. Took a lot of crap for it, 
living in Pennsylvania with Pittsburgh right around the corner. Right. To be a Packers fan. But she's the kind of person when she's loyal, she's loyal. And she chose the Packers and she stuck she stuck it out. It's a good so, quality in a wife, also. It really is. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. <laughs> that. That had to be a selling point for you when you're like, for sure. wow, you lived in Pennsylvania. In, you were and you're a pack. Yep. And you that, stayed that, that loyal. Like, right? She's loyal. I was yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're a, a winner. Yeah, I met her in the Marine Corps. So we both served in the Marine Corps together. That's awesome. Um, it had me like I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was a little bit of a freaking, you know. I was young. I was being a young, stupid little young Marine, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like running around, <laughs> doing dumb things. And I chased her for like freaking months, man. And she wouldn't give me the time of day. She was not. And it was I had to work for it. And I never had to work to get somebody just to go out on a date before. And it was kind of pissing me off. Um, but I kept chasing her and I kept chasing her. Finally, she gave me a, an opportunity and I'll never let her go. But that's uh, what it's worth it, right? When you have exactly. to work that hard for it, that's when you what it's got, worth it. Bruh. That's what, we're gonna, uh, that's what we're going to appreciate that Jets Super Bowl trophy whenever we get it. Wow. So much more. It for so many years. So much more. We're not saying this when, year. We're not saying this it, year. I'm no, just saying no. like when but it happens. When, when it comes it easy. Look, I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm telling you, like, if, they haven't won in a while. But if they win it, I'm going to be happy because it's been like 12, 13 years. But it won't be like what I'm going to feel if the Jets win a championship. Facts. It's facts. So, because, you know, sure. in my lifetime, I've never seen it. I've never seen us even get to a Super Bowl, let alone win one. It will be nice. I was, we, have, I was, we have another battered fan next to us. Right. I was one <laughs> the last time the Dolphins were one years old when the Dolphins last were in the Super Bowl, and that was a loss to Joe Montana and the San Francisco 49ers. So Ooh. I wasn't even I wasn't really being able to watch that game yet. So I, I definitely feel you guys that if it does happen in my lifetime, I'm gonna be a mess. Oh my God! People can't like so. So the reason why you saw my the little kids running around in Packers jerseys. This is a sad story. So again, my wife's a Marine, right? So we're very competitive. There's only one other Jets fan in my entire house, my oldest daughter. And and the reason that happened is because when we got married, we're both were like big football fans, and we we got pregnant with with KK. Uh, I remember saying, "Boom, she's gonna be a Jets fan." She's like, "The hell she is! She's gonna be a freaking Packers fan." And we. Had a little back and forth, and finally we agreed. We shook on it and decided, okay, listen, whichever team has the best season the year of their birth, that team gets claimed by that particular parent. Oh, that's a rough bet when you're a Jets fan. So I have four kids. I have my oldest. She's 12. <laughs> she's a Which Jets is fan. Rex Ryan era, yeah. <laughs> Which is the Rex Ryan era. And okay. then the other three kids are all Packers fans. So, you know, that's- it's – it's just how it is, but uh, hey, yo, me and me and KK, we holding it down in this house, man. We we staying loyal to the I like game, it. like I like it. It is what it is, brother. <laughs> well, talking about you know rough stretches over the last twelve years since the Rex Ryan era, I feel like with this win that we just got this past Sunday, it, it's like a, a different type of excitement because we've won before. When I won with when we won with when I won when we won with their uh, Sam Darnold back in Detroit. It was similar, but not what I feel now because I felt like, okay, we have Sam Darnold. Week one, we won his debut, blah, blah, blah. We we feel good. But I wasn't sure about the rest of the team. But I feel even – I feel better about the surrounding parts around Zach Zach Wilson than I actually do about Zach Wilson because I think Zach Wilson is going to be good. But I'm not sure yet, but I still feel confident in this team because of all the surrounding parts from receivers, cornerbacks, uh, defensive line, just I feel like running backs. I feel like everything looks like it's just coming together. So this two and two feels better than I think most five hundred moments because we've had very few moments of those in the recent past. What do you think, Gummy? Yeah, man, um, it's different. 
it's a different kind of win, right? And I agree with you 100%. I, I think Zach Wilson has all the talent in the world. I really believe in terms of talent, not performance-wise, in terms of pure arm talent, Zach Wilson has top five NFL arm talent. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything if he can't put it all together and show consistency and play the way he did in the fourth quarter this past this past this past week, right? So, but like you just said, if Zach Wilson's the guy, which I believe he is, and I'm hoping he is, and continues to progress and show us that, the team around him is night and day compared to what we've seen in times past. We've got playmakers on the offensive side of the ball uh, uh, and the running back room, wide receiver room, tight end room. Tyler Conklin's a little bit off right now, which I don't understand where all of a sudden the case of the drops and the fumbles have come from. But historically, that's not in his nature. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. he cleans that up and we see him getting to the Tyler Conklin we knew we were bringing in as the season yep. progresses. Um, but Garrett Wilson, I think, has shocked everybody. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest. I'll be the first to tell you, like, I did not want Garrett Wilson at pick 10. Neither. I did not want Garrett. I did Neither. not want him. I, if we were going to pick a wide receiver in, in the round one, to me, it, it had to be Jamison Williams. That was the only person that I felt had wow. a elite level skill set. The speed, a four freaking three, three speed. Like, that's elite level skill set that you can't coach. Everybody else to me was, you know, late first, early second round type talents. I was and saying Garrett, the same thing, but I understand yep. the, the injury aspect of it. They, they needed somebody that could play right now because Zach Wilson needs to prove that he's the guy right now. He can't wait for somebody to come and help him. No, and, and I didn't want Jamison Williams either. Like, even, even with that, I still was like, I didn't want a first-round wide receiver because I really love Elijah Moore. I really think we have a wide receiver one Elijah Moore. And there were guys that I thought in the second round would be really, really good guys to have, with George Pickens, who was dropping because of his injury. Um, I was also pretty big on, big on Watson as well, um, who got picked up by the Packers early in the first round. Guys who were big fast showed the ability to go ahead and they brought traits to the game that you can't teach speed and size right and strength so i was okay with those going in the second round to get a wide receiver so but I'll, I'll be the first to also admit i couldn't be happier that i am not the general manager of the new york jets and that i would have done what i did i couldn't be happier that joe douglas being the freaking king of kings that he is decided you with the 10th overall pick he was going to grab garrett wilson the dude's a freaking mutant and I say that because when I used to, when I was watching the tape of Garrett Wilson originally and now all the hype and I was like, what are y'all looking at? This dude has sloppy route running. Yeah, he's got a pretty impressive catch radius. He doesn't really separate when it comes to like um like breakaway speed because he, he doesn't have like breakaway speed. What Garrett Wilson has is a mutant like extraterrestrial like ability to stop and go. <laughs> he has a violent violent first step. Like bro, like when he stops to cut in for a run. Even though it's not the cleanest looking like process, it forces that defender to stop. Like, what the? Where is he going with this level? It's, it's another gear that you just don't see. You, you always talk about other gears when it comes to like you know breakaway speed. He has a gear that can go ahead and downshift into a stop and then reaccelerate. It's, it's the fundamentals, kind of like Marvin Harrison almost. Yes, yes, with a much more violent nature to it though, bro. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. So get watching Garrett Wilson play though has been a delight, and and I couldn't I couldn't be happier to be wrong about not having wanted to draft him. You know, I'm saying in the first round. Well, speaking of people being wrong, Manny, I'm going to go to you. We're two and two. I know you were expecting us to be a lot worse at this point. How are you feeling about the Jets? You taking us a little more serious now or what? Well, first of all, correct me if I'm wrong. I technically did pick you guys to be two and two. The games were incorrect, but I said you would beat the Ravens and I would said you would beat the Steelers. Those were the two wins I gave you. So technically, I'm a little right. Um, But for the most part, I was excited excited to see Zach Wilson. That's the guy I was excited to see because – to your point, Gumby, 
I've told Danny this when he, we've when we had a preseason show. He asked me, would I take Zach Wilson or would I take Tua Tungabayaloa? And my answer to him was, I'll take Tua's accuracy, but I'll take Zach Wilson's arm talent all day. And I think you're exactly right. I think if that guy gets everything right up here, he's going to be a special quarterback. How special? We don't know yet. But no. he, my boy Dan here has compared him to Brett Favre, just the type of gunslinger mentality that he has, mm -hmm. that he's able to get the ball downfield 60 yards with like, so much ease. It's like a flick of the wrist. Right. <laughs> gone. And, his, and his release is so quick. It's, it's, right. it's amazing how quickly he lets go of the ball. What, but, what, but but to touch on what you're saying, Biffin, that, like yeah. you said, his release is quick, but it's only when he's made the decision to throw the ball. Correct. That's the only thing about him. Once he's made that decision, boom, that ball is gone. And we got to see him, like you said, put it all together, Barry Fanatic. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's all right. I, I think that's a great point because that's kind of where I was leading into. One of the things that Danny wanted to see more improvement on from Zach Wilson, and I, and I think he did kind of show it this game. I know he had two big turnovers on third down. You want to see him yeah. take those away. But what I did see, Danny, was there, was there were some dump offs to the running back. There were some short passing. And you said one of the biggest knocks on him was he's able to get the ball downfield 60 yards, but you want to see him be able to complete those five to 10 yard passes. Just wanted to quick yep. dump off. But he's missed some like this last game. He did. He beamed the ball to Garrett Wilson for some reason. Garrett Wilson wasn't that far from him. He like, Garrett Wilson had absolutely fingers. no shot because he was going Brett Favre to Antonio Freeman. The way Antonio Freeman's fingers were all jacked up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Garrett Wilson ends up the same way. But I, I don't know why he can't just put that touch yeah, I'm assuming yeah. That yeah. it has yeah. to be that's, easier that's to thing. get that under control than the opposite. Yes. So I'm, I'm hoping he gets that under control. When it comes to touch, and I think I think uh, Garrett Wilson had everybody like in a riot when he said like, "Hey, Joe Flacco just throws an easier ball to catch, right?" Like, and like when he first said that, I was like, "Oh crap, what does that mean?" Like, like Zach Wilson just can't figure. But then you realize Joe Flacco will admit like, "Yeah, when I was young, I was, he also had a cannon for an arm. He was right. freaking bombing it too." It took him years before he got to that point where he understood, I don't need to go ahead and give give it all, my all, to get the ball to the individual. Um, Zach Wilson, I think, does that, man, because he, I think he gets excited. I, I yeah. really think he's still young. He gets excited. He sees that, like, easy freaking, like, 10-yard screen or 10-yard screen or out route, and he's like, ooh, that's going to be at least a first down or maybe even more. And he get gets so pumped up. Yeah. yeah. Let me get there quick. And he beams it, man, not realizing, like, bro, the the, the receiver or the running back had like right there. He's right there. three, four yards of distance. For yeah. him. He had plenty of time. And I think he needs to get to that particular point. The excitement level to go ahead and be able to control that much arm strength. I mean, the dude had the fat with the fastest, like, clocked uh, speed for a throw in the preseason. Yeah. Uh, something ridiculous, like 60-something. I was like, God, who the hell is catching a 60-something mile per hour freaking football, bro? So – yeah, I think he needs to calm down at the excitement level, and I think that's what it is. When he sees it, when his eyes light up, and he knows, oh, my God, I'm about to get this easy first down, or right. I'm going to lead him. And he just puts too much into it, man, trying to get it out too quickly. And getting into the actual Steelers game that just passed. Now, he started off a little rough, 8 for 24. Now, I think those numbers are a little skewed right. just because a lot of those incompletions were throwaways. throwaways. He was yep. under pressure the whole game. He was yep. running for his life, and instead of taking the sack – he was throwing the ball away, and I prefer him doing that than what he might have done last year, where he In was last year. He would have forced it. <laughs> I, I see somebody down there. Let me see if I can get the ball to him. Exactly. Uh, he, he was like, you know what? There was there's a picture of him, a still image of him just laying out and just tossing it, just yeah. freaking it out of bounds. He he almost forced one that got picked by Minka Fitzpatrick in the second half. Where he was trying to throw it away, but he didn't throw it away into the sideline. Yeah. Right. Uh, but 
that, that was that was a little that was a little that crazy. Was close. That was yes. close. Yes. Yes. I, I, I was watching. I thought that the game replay. Up. I thought the replay. They're gonna revert. Yeah, so did I. So did I. I won't lie. But um. <laughs> but he he got things together. I, I thought that the first half it, it was a little sloppy. Those two interceptions. It was a, it was a stupid inter- a second interception that right before the half. That was silly. I, I really thought, and I don't, I don't know if you guys agree, the way that first half ended, and then to follow that up with Kenny Pickett coming into the game in the second half, I was like, we're going to lose this game. I, was I, I genuinely thought the way that first half ended, the and, momentum then have, and then yeah. to have the Baker Mayfield replay when he came in the second yep. half Cleveland. with the Browns in 2018, I was like, we're going to lose this game. And we almost did, but it just like as a battered fan, I just felt it. I felt it coming. Manny, what did you think when you saw Kenny Pickett coming into the game in the second half? Honestly, I, I want to touch on what you said about Zach Wilson looking rough, and I agree. The, the, the numbers are kind of skewed because for the most part, he was throwing the ball away. This man was listen. Even with TJ Watt, that defensive line was getting to Zach Wilson plentiful Fast. during that game, right? Yes. So the man was really literally ducking, dodging like the five. D's of dodgeball that man was literally playing during that game so again neo from the matrix right (laughs) four four weeks under the belt of not playing he got injured in the preseason i think this was a lot more rust him not trying to force anything and then ultimately again the numbers being skewed because he had to throw the ball away but when i saw kenny pickett come into the game i saw a different volume from the pittsburgh steelers defense from their offense i'm like energy uh, the, the energy just changed, and, and and I kind of agree. I was like, damn, I did pick the Jets to win this game just because I didn't trust the Mitchell Trubisky, but I hadn't seen enough of Kenny Pickett to be like, oh, I'm scared of this guy, even if he does come in. But he gave him a brand new energy, and I said, if the Jets lose, it's going to be because of this guy. But let me tell you, the way your defense held out and s- stood up in that game was also impressive to me besides um, what I saw from Zach Wilson. But ultimately, I, for me, and I know we're not giving game balls out here yet, like Zach Wilson being back was huge because that fourth quarter drive to win you the game was very impressive to see from such a Immaculate. young QB. Immaculate. And, and, be, and before I go over to you, Gumby, I, I want to see if I can play this real quick. I, I want to play just two quick plays from all. Oh, it's not letting me play it. Don't worry. Forget it. It's not compatible. I was going to play. I, was, I wanted to show there was this one pass where Elijah Moore had an out route where Ooh. Zach Wilson was Released releasing it. the ball before Elijah Moore made his cut. Yes. The anticipation there was it, – it made me feel so much better about yeah. where he is mentally this year because yep. I don't know if he would have done that last year. But when you see it and you slow it down – I wanted to play this, and I can't now. Well, but it's a big boy throw. It's a big yes. boy throw. Elijah Moore isn't in his cut yet, and he's already nope. releasing the ball. It was it – was, it's exactly what I've been waiting timing. for because – he has the the physical abilities he has. We're waiting for the mental to catch up. Together. And yeah. that right there showed me that maybe it's not all there yet. Maybe it won't be all there by the end of the year. But it's getting there little it's by little. And those plays, those plays showed the progress. So, Gumby, what did you think about the first half, how he came back? And then, of course, that when Kenny came in the second half. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be devil's advocate, right? I think that. The first quarter, he played pretty well. I think he the they drove down the field. You know, they got within field goal range, and then they drove down the field again, and it got into um, the end zone, right? And I 
I think it kind of fell apart between the second, second and the third quarter, hundred percent. Second yes. and third quarter. That was a very was, long. Uh, prep. Yes. That, yeah, that was a very long window. But even on his, even on his second interception, right with Conklin, and a lot of people we've been debating about it. Uh, I, it listen, man, you are a a tight end in the NFL, getting paid thirteen million dollars a year to catch a football. <laughs> it hits you in both hands. That ball doesn't get intercepted. If he doesn't literally hit him in both hands and it gets tipped up, it goes out of bounds. But, man, if he, but he, get he, to he it. should be able to hit him in. He, he was almost all alone. You got to hit him between but, the numbers. But you got you got to look at look at the tape again. Watch what why Zach Wilson had to put it up high. He had two two guys. I, I, and when I first saw it, when I first saw it, I thought to myself, "What the fuck are you doing, Zach?" But again, that all twenty two film, man, one of the best yes. things I think NFL, NFL Plus, Plus has done. Yep. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I watched it again today, and I was just like, "Oh shit." My bad. Can I curse? I apologize. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let it rip. It's a jet. Like, oh, Let it rip. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, he had two, like, literally in his face. For him to even get the ball out to Conklin at all, yeah. I was very I was very impressed. Very yeah. impressed. When you watch it again, that second interception, uh, I that's – I'm going to give it 50-50 because throw it away, if you know what I'm saying, if you're unsure. I can see that being an option, too. Especially in the, in the circumstance. In the, in the circumstances. So, I'm going to give 50, but Conklin definitely – had the ability to make, to make that catch. It hit him in both hands. Yeah. It wasn't like no, it, did, it was it one hand. It hit him in both hands. Um, but but I I won't lie. When when they came like the second half came around and my picket came out. This time was my brother's house. We were watching the game at his house. He lives down the street from me. And still uh, fan? my Steelers fan, yeah. So he's happy. He's like, oh shit. He's the whole the whole game. He's like, I really. He just he just came over to talk some shit. I bet you he just came over to talk some shit. <laughs> No, no, I was at his house. I was already oh, there. My bad. Oh, you were there. Okay. He was, yeah, he was quiet. He was quiet as hell. He was quiet as all hell the whole game. And then Pickett comes out, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And I'm like, okay, the, the momentum swung. You already saw in the second quarter. Right. I'm like, we we can't, we cannot be the same old Jets. We cannot do this to ourselves. Then we of course lost the lost the lead. And I'm like, come on, man. Like this this can't be how this ends. So now he's talking. Now he's finally feeling pretty good. He's talking. Um, and before you know it, like you said, man, like. The defense, like that's where we've seen the defense in the past collapse. Oh my god, different quarterback. Well, we prep for this guy. What do we do now? Like just collapse. They maintain they maintain course, man. They still brought pressure. They they were still able to adjust. I think, I think with Pickett, you have somebody who I think is more athletic. Um, and he's kind of a, he's an unknown, right? You don't have any tape on him to know exactly right. how aggressive he's gonna be. And that can throw a wrench into a defensive game plan. They adjusted on the fly, man. They adjusted on the fly, and I think that speaks volumes. And to see that fourth quarter happen, and I think for me it was when Zach Wilson did hit um, the Corey Davis uh, catch, right? The fourth and seven, fourth and seven, they went for it, and he hit that Corey Davis beautiful like pass like right down the middle, and it, it, it protected Corey Davis. Was it a drop? Was it not? Who knows, right? Who knows? Got to hurry up and, and run that but ball. They, yep. they rushed. They not even hesitating. Veteran thought process to me. He wasn't yep. going to sit there and celebrate or anything like that. He got everybody back to the line, and then they ran the next play. And that to me, I was just like, "Yo, okay, we have a chance here." And they of course scored. And when the when the defense came up with that interception, I was like, "Oh, we're winning this game. We are going to win this game." And oddly enough, Zach Wilson told his guys the same thing. He's like, let's go down here and score a fucking touchdown and call it a day. Right. That level of confidence and swag about the quarterback, like I said before, we still need to see it consistently. Like, it it, it looked great. That fourth quarter, if we could get that fourth quarter action, two to three quarters out of every game, 
you're talking about a top 10 quarterback in the NFL at the, at the sure. worst. For at sure. the worst. And that's what we need to see next, man. Miami's going to be a really good challenge because that's they, they look legit, man. And I'll be the first to say in the beginning – uh, I thought Miami was going to be it was going to be us battling them for second and third space like place right we're we're right there because Buffalo was still Buffalo I I called it the Patriots are going to be trash I'm so happy to be seeing them in last place right now I don't care if it was Matt Jones or freaking Zappy they're going to be trash anyway it didn't really matter so that's very very comforting but right now I think this is a real good test because. Of, this is what I'll tell people right now. And I, I, I think you guys, I think Bearded for that would appreciate this. Yeah. The Dolphins and the Jets have the strongest young nucleus to take young, over this freaking Young AMC. nucleus, yes. Okay, Because young. believe it or not, the Bills after next year, they can't afford a good portion of the players that are, are making Facts. them who they are nowadays. Facts. They cannot afford them. It's just a matter of time. We have between the Jets and the freaking Dolphins over the next couple of years, one of these teams is going to be leading the AFC East consistently. Mm. And that, to me, is exciting as hell. So this game on Sunday will kind of give us at least a bit of a hint. Are we better evenly matched than we thought? Although I don't think we're going to really know for sure until we get to a, you know right. saying, in the second game. But this is going to be a pretty ton of game. Our offensive line is decimated, right? Their starting quarterback is not in the game. Right. Uh, I think it's going to be telling to see, like, okay. Because our two organizations, I, I think the Dolphins, in terms of proven talent, they have – they have a more talented roster. I, I've been saying it since the freaking offseason, and I've always felt two was probably the, the biggest limitation. But <laughs> after seeing McDaniel pretty much maximize Tua's weaknesses into strengths now, well, I'm just like, man, can he keep it up? I'm now, about to all I'm saying, can he keep it up? <laughs> <laughs> so, man, well, you, you had something. Go ahead. I did because it, it, I know that Gumby asked if we could curse on this, and we've done it, obviously. Danny, I, I've always had this segment with you. I said, you're, you continue to shit on people, and then they show up for you. You have to feel happy with the way the safeties played this past oh, game. Oh, yeah, because I, oh, I was God, shitting all over bro. the safeties. The, the last, oh. last episode, I was shitting all over them. Well, before you, before you give too. me your, your, your thought process on it, I, I want to know something. It's a two-part question here. First of all, do you think Mr. Biscay had the reason to be pulled in that game? Because at that point, he wasn't playing terrible. He just wasn't playing good. And he only had one turnover. The game was well within reach. It was basically 10 points for you guys in the, in the first half and six points for them. I, I didn't think he needed to be pulled yet. I think that it, he was kind of in a shit situation. But even when Kenny Pickett comes into the game, that boy throws three interceptions. And your safeties, like I said, Denny, they were eating. Give me your feedback on that. Do you think Mr. Biscay should have been pulled? And ultimately, you're, you're in favor that he did get pulled because ultimately it turned out to be a dub for you guys anyways. I, I was surprised when he was pulled because I didn't think he was playing extremely bad for him to be pulled. What I think is Mike Tomlin knew that that game should have been 13-6 to six, or was it? Yeah, 13-6? to six? Yeah. yeah. It should have been 13-6 to six going into uh, to half. We should have scored that three and they shouldn't have scored because of Carl Lawson's unsportsmanlike conduct, a late hit what roughing the passer. So he knew that the score was closer than it should be, and he knew that he needed some type of momentum, some type of push. Because, yes, because if Trubisky would have came back out there, he knew that the Jets were more or less – they were kind of shooting themselves in the foot, and it wasn't that the Steelers were closing the gap. So I get why they did it. I think Trubisky got a, a raw deal because he wasn't playing that bad. No. But when you have a rookie behind you, you have to play great to keep him back there. And yep. he wasn't doing that. So – I wasn't fully surprised. I didn't think it sucked for Trubisky. And as far as the safeties go, 
Yeah. They were the two worst safeties statistically in the league up until this past weekend. Yep. They played well. I'm still not happy with them. No. But because they played well. three out of the four weeks, they still play like shit. They were trash. So, they were right. fucking trash. <laughs> Lamarcus Joyner had a, a passer rating when he's the primary d- defender close near the receiver of 158.3. 150 something, yep. And, and, then, and then Whitehead was 150 point something. Horrible. So, yes, yes, I, I agree that they came up, they showed up, and I'm glad that they did. They got four interceptions, three out of the four interceptions. That's great. Right. That's right. great. But I'm not going to say, oh, yes, that's it. We got our safeties. No, no, no. They no, have to show sure. to me for a few more weeks. We have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle coming into town. Oh, yeah. Like, they're they're going to get gonna, tested. Yes, you're going to get they're tested. They're going to get tested. Work, show it this week. This is the week to show that not against Mr. Trubisky, not against Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Not against uh, Deontay Johnson and Claypool. And this other yeah, like I, I get that they're respectable it. names, but we got some real speed coming, some real talent. Some bangers, coming. some bangers so, coming. So to now it's the time to show up. So um, yes, I, I agree that they showed up. They got the interceptions. I'm happy about it, but in no way am I completely just forgetting everything that's happened before this week. Now, when we if we're talking about DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner, that's story. Mm. This well, is, them boys, them boys, good. <laughs> what, they, they, them boys, good. Them boys, good. I've been telling, I've been telling, uh, Mr. Better Jet fan Danny G here since the since the preseason. I liked everything I saw about Sauce Gardner from college to what he was doing in the preseason. Yep. The way he, <laughs> there's a there's a clip I shared with him of him covering Elijah Moore and literally his hip rotation, it's keeping insane. up with him every step of the way. I was like. This is a rookie? I get yeah, Elijah bro. Moore is also coming into his second season. But at the end of the day, I know you either have it or you don't. And Sauce, to me, looked like he's had it since he stepped on the field. Look, I'll tell you right now. So I, 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 I was taking a lot of static because in the preseason, like as a Jets fan, I've been doing mock drafts since like, you know, yeah. week freaking five of last year, right? Yep. I've been just yep. doing mock drafts. <laughs> so... <laughs> Throughout all of the time of just watching tape, because what the Jets weren't giving me anything to be happy about. Okay, let's see right. what possibly we can get in the draft. Sauce Gardner um, became somebody that I thought, okay, first round talent, first round talent. Then you watch it, you watch it. I was like, you know what, shit, I want this kid at number four. And I would, I was doing freaking a bunch of freaking uh, mock drafts, and I was getting Sauce. I was like, ooh, fourth pick, Sauce, boom, fourth pick, Sauce, boom. I never stopped. I got him in almost every mock draft that I did, and my number ten, my number ten pick every single time was Jermaine Johnson, right? I wind up trading back in to get um, uh, man, uh, I always mess up his name, but the center out of uh, with the Ravens right now, the center. Oh, that's why I wanted. I want um, well, I'm having I forgot, a brain I'm forgetting right his name also. Yeah, something Lindbaum or something. Linda, yes. Linderbaum, Linderbaum. Yeah, so I that's wanted. That's I wanted too. also. Yes, I, I that's why I wanted a second round pick. But I, I didn't think I didn't think he was gonna make it. I knew he would not pass the Ravens. I knew he wouldn't. But I kept saying we have enough capital to go ahead and trade back into the first ahead of the freaking. And my mindset was we're gonna get Linderbaum as well. I I've been saying three first round picks for like months, man. Like because we just had you can't put that's a lot of freaking draft capital, man, to put on yeah. a freaking roster. Man. That's just insane. Yeah. Use some of the things. Get those like blue chippers who are gonna start now. And. For, for Joe Douglas to turn our draft picks into Sauce Gardner, my guy, mm-hmm. that freaking alien, 
Um, and then Garrett Wilson, and we still got Jermaine Johnson, which I, I swore he was gone. Once we went Garrett Wilson, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know about you. The Jesse didn't edge rush for bad. I was pissed. Well, I, was I was so pissed. I, I was look, I was happy that we got sauce at four because I've always wanted sauce. Honestly, yeah. look, I one of my old students went to school with him. Uh James Wiggins, who he played over in Cincinnati with Sauce. And I asked him about it, said he's a good kid and all that other stuff. So I was like, okay. I, I'm leaning towards Sauce, but I wanted a pass rusher, and I didn't yep. think that we were going to get a pass rusher at 10. Nope. So a part of me was like, you know what? Let's pass up on Sauce and hope that he's there at 10. Not Ooh, only did man. we get Sauce at 4, did we get a receiver we got, at 10. We got How the hell did we end up with the pass bro. <laughs> it, it, who, who, by the way, is the best pass rusher out of this freaking rookie class right now, bro. So far, yeah. We got, and he's, we got that. And he's only playing like 30% of the snaps. Of the snaps. Dog, I'm like, man. And everybody was saying, like, so Jermaine Johnson, man, I just love the fact that, to me, I thought he was the most well-polished, like, he could start day one uh, edge rusher because he did more than just get after the quarterback. He could set the edge, and he was a force in stopping the run. So yeah. Jesse did all kinds of help in stopping the run. So, for me, he was my number 10 overall pick. Like, for me, it was Sauce Gardner, num- number four, Jermaine Johnson, number 10. Kayvon Thibodeau, I, I I was a fan of his, his freak traits because he does have those freakish traits. But let's be honest, man. Individuals who come into the into the league that already think they've they've achieved something, oftentimes, man, they fall off. Yeah, they get the work ethic beat. Exactly, bro. And you've seen it time and time again. <laughs> so, like, where everybody was like, oh, number four, Kayvon Tibbet. I was like, man, fuck that. I, yeah. Listen, man, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty that he, he's got all these great – but he's going to come into this league, and guess what? Everybody's fast. Everybody's strong. Everybody's big. You have to yeah. be able to outwork them. Sauce Gardner – has been proving himself since he got to Cincinnati. And I love that about him. Jermaine Johnson from freaking last chance you to, yep. to to freaking Florida State. Like, bro, he had to keep he was he was in that rotation with Georgia and he was he was make he was, you know what I'm saying, like playing well. But that that's probably one of the most stacked defensive lines of all time in college freaking football. But to bet on yourself to go to Florida State because like, you know what, I only have one year of eligibility left. I need to make a name for myself. Let me just freaking transfer, go to Florida State, and make them. Bro, that kind of work ethic and dedication, like betting, that is such an underrated quality. And we got two guys in in Sauce Gardner and in Jermaine Johnson who have had to fight for everything that they've got. Work ethic matched with talent, bro, that is fucking unmatched. Like that, I wanted Jermaine Johnson and Sauce Gardner 4 and 10. And the fact that we got Dre J at 26, man, I'm, I'm still to this day like, how the hell did – I mean, I'm not a GM, but how the hell <laughs> did so many so, freaking teams pass up on this kid? So we got the young core. We're two and two. I'm going to go to you, Manny. Yep. You said we wouldn't be competitive in December. I still don't think you're going to be competitive in December. But okay, that's well, that, that, that's where my question is going, okay? okay. So you, we're two and two. We yeah. were one and – we're one and two with Joe. We're two and two. Zach is one and zero. Oh. Yep. So your outlook for this season, still, we're not going to be competitive. Because d- just to preface this, Gumby, since you probably haven't heard, okay. I told my expectation this season is when they put up the graphic in December by Christmas Day, and they have that cute little graphic where it says the wild card teams, and then right on there says in the hunt in the in hunt. the hunt. I want to yeah. be at least in the hunt. If I'm in the hunt, Same here. I- I'm, I'm happy. This is a good season. Great season. This is a yep, good season 100%. of growth. Great season. And yep. then and now Manny. Manny said that I am dreaming for thinking that I'm ever going to be in the hunt. 
So I want to tell me now, Manny, so I can make sure I clip this and play it back. Yeah, receipts. Clip the receipts. Get the receipts. Where's my receipts? So yes, Manny. Listen. I think, and I and I, I'm, I'm glad you said them, it. Man. I'm keeping the receipts. Keep them all. Keep them all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set you up with this. The what Gumby just said is exactly what I feel about your team. You found those blue chip cornerstone rookies in Sauce Gardner and Jermaine Johnson. You have two great picks right there to set up and build your team around. Zach Wilson, you're not sure yet. He he's shown signs, but of course you're not sure yet. Your backfield. I told you coming into this, I thought your backfield was going to be a bigger powerhouse than what it's been up till now. But again, offensive Off line, line being, being terrible. And Go ahead. Just real quick, we are thirty second, dead last in the league rushing attempts. Yep, dead last. We We're haven't even tried out. to use these guys. I was I was so shocked tried. with with how that often we ran it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I was like, well, now we decide to run it. Now, we were trying yep. to catch up. Bruh. So go ahead, Manny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, it, it's a fair point because that's what I was going to lead to it as well. I'm like, for us coming into the season, I said, all right, not sure about Zach Wilson. I do feel good about him in the future, just not right now. Brees Hall, Michael Carter, I think those are going to be your workhorses. I think you're going to hand the ball off to them to them guys 60% of the time, make the passing game about 40% of the time. It hasn't been that way, as you said, just 32nd in rush attempts. But for the most part, the reason I don't feel like my outlook has changed is because of that running game. I need to see that running game be as effective and be your cornerstone to set up that pass for Zach Wilson. You need to alleviate as much pressure off of Zach Wilson's shoulder, still being a young quarterback, still coming back from an injury, still being rusty. And now, like you said, with the Miami Dolphins defense coming into town, you have to run that rocket. It's something they're not doing. So for that simple stat, until they show me that they could actually run the rock effectively, I can't change my outlook. I'm, I still give you guys six or seven wins for the upcoming season, but everything could change. All of a sudden, you guys start running the ball. You start getting, let's say, 80 yards from one guy, another 70 from another. And these guys are actually also catching the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. So it's not like if, if they're just one-trick ponies. These guys could also catch the ball out of the backfield. For me, if I was a Jet fan, I'm saying, why are we not using these guys more? That's my point of view. I, my outlook hasn't changed. What about you, Gumby? That's all fair. I won't lie to you. That's very fair. Um, I'm also surprised with the lack of utilization from our running back room. I, I really thought it would be a strength and a like we would lean on it, like in terms of Beast Hall, Michael Carter. They're like, studs. They're studs. Well, like, real, I, real quick, Gumby. I I was highly upset when we drafted Brees Hall because I didn't think we needed. I wanted running to say like, had, I, I wanted, love Michael I wanted, Carter. I wanted Dean Martin. Was that the name? Was it? Is Dean? No, oh, Dean. Yeah, uh, Jacoby, the, the linebacker Dean? from Georgia. Yep, Jacoby Dean. Dean. Jacoby Dean. Yep. When That's what dropped, I wanted. When he dropped, bro, I swore. I, I remember going to bed freaking that night, thinking to myself, "Shit, Nicole we're gonna Dean get him. Still there. Right. We're gonna yeah. get him. This is gonna be great." And when we traded up, bro, I had already. So I was like, "Oh hell yeah, Nicole Dean. Here we go, baby. What the game? Brees Hall." And I'm like, "Brees, what?" <laughs> and, and look, and when I looked, when I looked him up, I understood and. And I got I got happy oh, yeah. that we got such a talented player, but, but why you? We already have Michael I, Carter, so it made no sense 100%. to me. So go ahead, Michael. I, a, a million times, you and I were on the same page. Yeah. So when we got Brees Hall, I had already known he was the number one running back, like in this draft class. I, I got right. it. But to me, the bigger need was linebacker or safety. Brisker was still there, and so was Dean. If they had gone, gone Brisker, I'd have been like, all right cool. He was probably like uh, third, fourth safety on the board, which, by the way, 
he's the number one safety right now <laughs> in the rookie class. So yep. I, I definitely wouldn't be happy with that performance. Y'all playing Kyle Hamilton, huh? Uh, significantly so, which that's a story for a different day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but significantly so. But I wanted Nicobe D, man. And I know they said that, oh, he had this freaking injury and blah, blah, blah. He's playing lights out right now in Philly. Have y'all seen this dude play? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. My Bro, wife, this kid. My wife is an Eagles fan, so I, so I, you I, know. I get to watch him as well. Yeah. But but Bro. this is the thing. If we didn't have any intention of running the rock, why did we they, draft free ball? Did, thank you. So, th- again, like I actually said this look last changed. week. <laughs> but the thing is this, though. I, I do believe it's because we have been playing from behind, right? Yeah. Joe yep, Flacco yes. was Fair pretty enough. much a, a fumbling slasher. Like, Joe Flacco was bad. And Joe Flacco, to me, when I originally thought, okay, we can get through the first freaking like four to five games with Joe Flacco. This guy's a veteran. You know what I'm saying? Had that freaking incredible Super Bowl run. Like he's 33, 34. He's not that old. Yo, Joe Flacco was about as as, as efficient as the Statue of Liberty being hiked the ball back there. It was bad. And, but before and the I, season started, if I tell you Joe Flacco starting the first three games of the season, what are you saying? Give me I, at least one I, win. I, I, I would have said I would have said I would have said two and one, if I'm being honest. Okay. Okay, I would have said two. And I, one, I would have said just right? give me one. Give me the Browns game, which yeah. is what we got. This is what I thought. I would have thought. I would have thought. I would have said Ravens and Browns. I thought I would have. I would have, would have lost to Cincinnati, but I would have thought Ravens and Browns. And the reason why for the Ravens, just for the record, they were coming and banged up. They had no freaking time to play together in the offseason. Freaking Lamar Jackson still pissed off about his kind of. So I thought to myself, you know what? There's a lot there to distract them. We can sneak yeah. one at at home. We can sneak that win. And and of course I, I didn't that have also. Any, Nope. Yeah, and that was very disappointing. But in in terms of this year, I do believe we're going to be in the hunt, and this is this is why this is why British fanatic and everything you said was one hundred percent on point. Come on, one hundred percent on point. But who the hell saw freaking the Bengals playing the way they're playing right now? Fair enough. Who the hell saw the Broncos playing the way they're playing right now? And uh, the Raiders also an early favorite to make the playoffs are one and three. So and the Patriots. it's not just the in the Patriots. Well, I, I, I thought the Patriots were bad, but I didn't think they were going to be. But not this bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm like those three teams I just mentioned though were all considered playoff favorites. Yes, they were all considered playoff favorites, and they're right now they've got worse records than us. <laughs> they're looking up at us right now. So for me, I'm looking at it like okay, I wasn't I was hoping to be in the hunt. That was my, my thing too in December, being the hunt. This being the conversation. Yeah. Was I expecting this to make the playoffs this year? No, we're too young, too young, too inexperienced. But what's crazy is our young guys aren't the aren't the ones costing us penalties. Yeah. Our young guys aren't the ones costing us games. It's these uh-huh. veteran guys who I don't know what the hell is going on. That's a great but point. They're playing like rookies. So if our rookies who are as uber talented as they are have are already playing at a veteran level, which I think we can agree. Sauce Gardner right now being freaking number two and passes defended in the entire league. I wasn't expecting that by week freaking four. They're playing at a level that I don't think anybody, to include Jets freaking optimistic fanatics, thought was possible. That changed my dynamic. Not only am I expecting the Jets to be in the hunt, I'm expecting the Jets to be legitimately fighting for that last wild card spot. I'm legitimately feeling the Jets will fight because I think we can beat Denver. I think we're gonna we're gonna beat Denver this year. I I I just I'm starting to believe Russell Wilson might have been a systems quarterback in Seattle Uh because Uh seeing. Uh, you got a better Hot offensive take. line, better offensive line, better offensive weapons, a better running game, and you're playing like that? A 59% completion percentage from Russell Wilson? What? What's going on? 
my boy said something that was kind of like it made me think, wow, you're probably right. Russell Wilson is so accustomed to having to be like that freaking like improviser kind of a quarterback yeah. that he knows he has to run around to go ahead and extend plays because the offensive line has never been good in his tenure. Now he's got an offensive line. He's got too much damn time. He's overthinking it like, oh, shit, I'm back here. No one's touched me yet. What do I do with the ball? And I think that has thrown him for a loop, bro. And Well, I hope me, that's not the case because you could work around that. Eventually he'll get used to the time uh, then. As long as it's not before us, I'm okay with it. He can go ahead right. and keep yeah, trying to right. we're coming up he, soon. He can, we're coming he can up figure soon. it out. Yeah, after the fact. We got him in what, like two weeks, two or three weeks? After, we got after Green that. Bay after Miami and then Denver. And I think Green Bay is another team that we could potentially beat. A lot of people I I would have said was a loss in the beginning of the year. Won't lie to you. That was one of my L's. But uh, the reason now, I feel good about the Packers game is because for some reason they chose not to have a bye week after their London game. Ooh, so yeah. they're playing in London on Sunday against the Giants. They're coming to us. And then they then then they play the following week against the Jets. Usually teams re- request a bye week the week the after. Week. They're playing and they get after. it. So so they they did that because they didn't think they didn't think they're yeah, the Jets. Yeah, we'll be all right. It's a bye week anyway. <laughs> That's exactly why they did that. They thought we're coming That's back a to a bye week anyway. Yeah. Uh, a scrimmage game. We'll just call it a day. But the way they're playing, they need every single win they can get their hands on. And well, they got they got a good think, defense though. They, uh, do they though? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're they, the they, 19th they, ranked like defense a, right now. On paper, on on, on paper, paper I've, I've, looked, I've looked on paper, but I've been watching their defense is looking solid. I have to look on the paper. I, I'm not, I'm not the, the the Packers, bro. Aren't you know what? You know how I know the Packers aren't that good because huh, I huh. watched the game with my wife. Oh, and my wife, oh, that's right, that's right. You got the inside scoop, bro. I'm telling you, she's looking at this game. She's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, and I'm like, "Ooh, you're scared." You're scared. She hasn't been scared. She hasn't had to. She went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. She's been living right. her best life for the last yeah. fucking 15 years. Now she's like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, we have got to do better. Um, the, the Packers and, have allowed the least amount of yards in the NFC. And the only other team that's lost the, the less yards is the Bills. What's their overall What's their overall um, ranking? I ranking. have to check. I'll tell you in a sec. Okay. Because I, I look at those guys, man, and I, they don't scare me. And who have they played, too? They play the Bears. You're going to get freaking stacked, freaking – they play the Bears. Like, they haven't played anybody. Um, they, I, I'm telling you, if you watch the Packers play right now, it, you're looking at them and you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Even we could, a- we could, even a- we could, hasn't been looking good. No. And, and it, now, but in all actuality, though, like – Who's he throwing it to, though? Right, and that, like, that you know, what I'm, and I'm not knocking him because I know he's a great no, quarterback, but he really has nobody—he has nobody to throw the rock to. At one point, like my, my wife was just like, he'd probably be better if he just threw it up in the air to himself and he ran down the field and caught it. <laughs> and I laughed because I was like, you know what? You're probably right because it's been looking pretty bad. You know, Randall Cobb is pretty much on his last leg. I don't see anybody in terms of the wide receivers that Sauce Gardner and freaking DJ Reed and Carter couldn't freaking lock down. That's why I feel confident about that game. Because like they have tier seven, tier three wide receivers, seven overall. But yeah. who, they played, they played the Bears. They, they played. played, played, they played. All right, because I'm like, yeah, it, it looks great on paper, but I promise you, bro, like when you're watching those guys play, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, that's not, <laughs> that's not well, impressive. Well, before the Packers, we got the Dolphins. So yes, bef- I wanted to get into the Dolphins. No, no, it's all good. I want to get into the Dolphins, and who better to get into the Dolphins with than this? Bearded fanatic over here, yeah. who is I, I, we get the inside scoop of what uh, what the Dolphins really think of the Jets. So you tell me, Manny. You tell look, me. You're, luckily, look, 
before we get started, Gumby, yeah. you need to understand the reason I agreed to do this show with the Dolphin fan. One, we've been friends for a while. And two, we talk a lot of shit to each other. But when it, when we to get serious and talk X's and O's and everything, we call it right down the line. So Bobby even Bobby. though I know we talk Bobby. shit to each other, when I ask him for an honest opinion, he'll give it to me. Yep. So give it to me, Manny. What you think? Honest opinion. Um, wh- one of the funny things when I was watching, by the way, I got two quick questions for you, Gumby, and then I'll get All back right. to my point. One yep. of the things that got brought up during your show when I was watching is you had a commentator say, Dolphins Twitter is stating that the Jets aren't a problem. We could beat them with Teddy Bridgewater. Now, yes. I don't know if you saw that comment, but I saw it coming at, and I giggled a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Giggled a little bit <laughs> because I kind of thought the same thing when I was having the show with Richmond Webb and Danny yesterday. I said, if there is a time for Tua to take off, even if he passed every single test, I think it's Jets week. So when you alluded to the fact of the Packers not taking a bye week because it's just the Jets, it is what it is. And I think that's the outlook that I currently have. Mm-hmm. because you guys haven't shown a full four quarters yet of being no. a team to yeah. worry about. I'm right. like, if two is going to take a week off, this is the week to take off. That's first. That's Danny, right. one, of, one of the things you mentioned, you guys do have a lot of options at wide receiver, right? One of the things you mentioned also was if Xavier Howard is out, you guys are going to be able to pick on us as far as the passing game goes. If our pass rush doesn't get to you, Xavier Howard will play. Byron Jones is still out. So that's a benefit. But again, you guys have more than one good receiver on your team. Um, Max Mitchell's out for you guys. Or, or yeah. I'm sorry, he's doubtful. He's out. Oh, he is out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, he's it's out. it's a dislocated knee. There's no way he's out. <laughs> okay. So I don't know why they got him listed as doubtful. And and, and yeah. then we're on the road to you guys. And Danny, you said the most of the times when we win games, it's when we visit you. And yeah, for some reason the Jets and Dolphins, they always beat each other play in each better other's home. Other team. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure why that happened. And my honest opinion, and this is the last one before I let you guys take over, is you guys are worried about your safeties, right? All I want you to do is that video that you showed, Gumby, of you running around the house of that amazing (laughs) comeback, I want you to think how I was when two or three six touchdown passes against the Baltimore Ravens when their safeties were not doing a good job of keeping up with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. So my immediate thought is, the fear that you have in your safeties is the fear that my receivers are going to instill in you this upcoming week. And it's going to be a problem for you guys to stop Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, even Mike Gesicki. I think Mike Gesicki is due for a good game. He hasn't yeah. had. Oh, you better because yeah. The, the, yeah. the way, the way you've been hyping him up all year, he better have a good game. Hey, look, I'll be the first to admit, I got Gesicki in like four of my fantasy football leagues. I like it. That motherfucker I like is it. a ball. I have, I have him also. Yeah. I, 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 I said he has to show up yet. He'd be a top five tight end in the league. I thought Same this here. year he's been he's I been ass. You heard him, but but you heard but, him? but him I've too. Seen, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that because he has been Tyreek Hill. He has, but because why? They got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, bro. Because like, they have no patience anymore. They have no patience anymore. All they do is, oh man, it's taking us three plays to get downfield. Let me launch it fifty <laughs> yards, and it's like Jesus Christ, man. You know what sucks is. It's working, bro. Like, yes, right. yes. That, I well, and water are like, but it's just- it's working because, like I told Manny, because people didn't respect Tua's arm yet. So they're they're they're, not, they're playing That's cover true. zero. They're playing cover That's one. Yeah. Now they're gonna start respecting him. It's not gonna be as easy because people are like, all right, this motherfucker can't get it down the field. Let's make sure we got some safeties back there. But the Ravens game, the Ravens game, it, they were just running free yeah. because they didn't. Res- they said you gotta they show can. me that you show, can do it, yeah. and he showed it. That's true. He showed it. He, Look, when he tried to this. do it against the Bengals, what happened? He they got picked off. He got picked off. He got shut down. But I'll say this, right? So 
the Baltimore Ravens game, and I'm I'll be I've been I've been the biggest advocate to say that the Miami Dolphins has I, I think the second most talented roster in the AFC East. It's a very okay, talented AFC roster East. Okay, in the AFC East. And okay, okay, okay. I've been I've been adamant on saying like the only reason why these guys I don't take them like I'm not scared of them like I am scared of the Buffalo Bills is because of Tua. Yeah. But that Baltimore Ravens game, bro. Look, I don't give a crap that they didn't freaking like they didn't respect it. He made some throws that were big boy throws. Like, thank you. And I and and it sucks to admit that because I I hate Tua. I, and I, I don't hate Tua. I hate that that Dolphins fans think Tua is a franchise quarterback. That's what I hate. Ooh. I hate that. We could we could talk hate- on that for hours. But I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you get back to it. And and so, but I I think he's a game manager. Like I I really do. I think he's the equivalent of a Kirk Cousins. But Kirk Cousins is going to the Super Bowl. And but Tua in that game, I was like shit. I he, even he, he doesn't even uh, even quote unquote concussed Tua doing those big third down plays against the Buffalo yeah. Bills. Like the kid is showing you, yes. I got this. It's just about again not the same level as Zach Wilson, but it's about putting it together. I will yeah, tell I, you that with, with Tua. It's kind of like what I felt with Ryan Tannehill, and you, Manny, will tell you all day. I used to pray and pray that Ryan Tannehill would have just a couple good games before he got injured. I knew he was going to get injured. Oh wow! Because it would keep the Dolphins hopeful, and he would stay with the team. Because I knew, although he was a decent quarterback, he'd never take them anywhere. So, so please, like I wanted the Dolphins to never give up on him because as long as he was there, I knew we didn't have to worry about the Dolphins. Then again, we sucked that time, so it doesn't matter. But but I knew the Dolphins wouldn't be good either. And that's kind of what I'm hoping with Tua. Here's what's scary, though. I agree with you. I don't think Tua can take this these guys to the Super Bowl. I think that they have a roster that, I shit you not, are playoff caliber, potentially Super Bowl caliber roster if you had if, a freaking quarterback. If they drafted could, correctly. In, at the quarterback position. Herbert. But – but like Herbert would have definitely like if Herbert was literally yes. right now a Dolphin, yes, bro. That's I would it. Hate we, life. We'd be done. We'd I be would done. Literally hate life because yes, we, we'd that be roster, done. that coaching, and then Herbert, bro. Like we're literally fighting to just the third place every goddamn year. hundred percent. But two, uh, I I'm with you, man. I'm glad that they love him so much, bro, because I do think he's still limited. But but it's limited enough to where McDaniel can maximize his skill set, which would be a problem for us to get to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Right, I mean, like the Buffalo Bills are the Buffalo Bills. That I think right now for this year, next year, let's be honest, they're the top dogs in our division. I've right? said that before yes, the season. Yes, the Dolphins beat them, right? Which again, I don't care if they had like freaking their seventh string goddamn cornerbacks out there. It doesn't matter. A right. win's a win. Dolphins yep. beat them. But I think, like, nonetheless, even again, logical Dolphins fans will tell you, like, yeah, man, those guys are freaking scary talented. Fair um, enough. and I think this next game. Ah, uh, bro, they're gonna come for y'all, bro. I think they're gonna cut. They, I've never seen an oh, yeah. offensive sure. coordinator, an offensive coordinator, lose his shit the way the, way the freaking Ken Bills Dorsey offensive did. coordinator did, yeah. bro. I was like, oh, they're gonna have a game plan for like, oh my god, but when they get back, but I think right now, like again, like I said before, in our division, it's between the Jets and the Dolphins in terms of longevity. We we had the pieces in place in terms of youth, combination of youth and veterans that can afford to keep this team together longer than the Bills do. The Patriots, I don't even know who they have. They don't even have time for us to worry about. They're about to rebuild. They're about to rebuild. rebuild. It's just a matter of time. And I don't think Bill Belichick knows how to do that because he's never had to do that, right? He's always had Tom Brady to go ahead and hide any kind of discrepancies. And I think what this further proved, as much as we all hate it as as Jets fans and Dolphins fans, Tom Brady is probably the greatest quarterback of all time because he was able to mask so much. I fought it forever. I did. Same here. 
I did after the, after the twenty eight three Falcons Super Bowl, I, I I gave in. I was like, all right, I gave in. I was like, all right, he's a goat. He's a freaking goat. Me. Not me. I know. I've been preaching. No. He he's been a Tom Brady lover forever. It makes me sick. Hater or lover? Lover. Hey, here's, oh. here's my point. Here's my point to why because like and I he said, lived in Tampa when he went to Tampa. I did, I did, but uh, that, I I was already moving back. Listen, besides the point, <laughs> let's not get off subject. But I will tell you because I want to defend myself here. Yeah, Tua it hasn't proved that he could get us to the Super Bowl. All right, facts. Boom. I give you that one. But the reason I was a Tom Brady fan is because I saw the greatness in him when every other single Dolphin fan, Jeff fan, and Bills fan didn't want to accept what was right in front of them. Tom Brady has been great forever, but he's like, no, it's Bill Belichick. No, he's a system quarterback. Yep. Guilty. Inside, guilty my, inside my gut, I felt so happy to be able to look at every other Dolphin fan, Jeff fan, and Bills fan when he went to Tampa Bay and, and won a Super Bowl his first like year. That. Literally like, all right, I got it. Let me just go ahead and I was looking at Bill. Hey, Bill, how's Mac Jones Bro. looking? That that's what I did. And it I looked like he watching, might do it last last game. No, uh, yeah. last, last game. Front. Last year. Bro, yeah. I'm I'm not a lighty, man. I was watching Tom Brady run through the NFL with Tampa Bay. And I and again, like you said, uh Battle Jets fan, I fought it. I kept fighting it like no. Fuck no, he's not that good. I refuse <laughs> to accept that Me he's too. that good. Me too. Bro, but like and then as a as a football fan, we have to sit back and be like, This dude, nobody will ever do what Tom Brady has done. Nobody will ever uh, uh, like no, achieve ever. the pinnacle. It's not going to ever be done again. We were blessed. We were blessed to, to see have such to a good watch quarterback. this to see right. such a quarterback play at that level. Bro. I don't know and if I'm going to say blessed, but bro, yeah, you got to be. I, 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 I witnessed fan, it. I witnessed yeah. it for sure. You, got, you can tell. We can tell our grandkids, like, man, great quarterback to ever play the game, man. We got a chance to get our asses beat by him at least twice a year for, for 20, 20, years, 20 plus man. years. For twenty plus years. Listen, bro, man. And right. yeah, you're a bigger man than me, bearded fanatic. Because I swear to God, man, I was gonna try to deny it to the day. The moment I, he left, freaking pay the Patriots, I was praying like, oh man, fuck I was Tampa. cheering. I was cheering that he left. I was like, finally, don't have to deal with him anymore. And then, long behold, he, yeah. he was everything I thought he was gonna be. He gets stamped by, and he wins. The the one argument I always had was Matt Castle in 2007 or Same 2008. Here. That Same was my here. that was my argument. That's I was like, Matt Castle won 11 games and Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. And Get then out he of here! He got the bag, and he was yeah, trash. Yeah. Like, freaking, yeah. oh, the other guy too. That was my freaking, um, the Houston Texans. He went to the Houston Texans. Uh, yes, whatever the freak his name Matt, was. Matt Castle. He, Matt, no, it wasn't Matt Castle. It was the other it guy. That Castle? freaking tall, lumbering. Matt Castle went to the Kansas City Chiefs and got the bag from them. Yeah, playing for the Patriots. What is that? I don't know. They had they had a bunch. Name? Every time a backup went in there, they they would they well. win. They'd win. Yeah. and then they yes. would go somewhere else. And they were like scrubs. a bunch of them. By the way, that 11 win season, who won the division that year? I, I, just uh, wanted, yeah, I don't know if you remember. Oh, I don't know if you remember who won. But Danny Chad Pennington won the division. <laughs> Chad Pennington won the division. Never so, forget uh, where he came from. <laughs> That's right. Listen, we, we, we've beat around the subject a little bit. You asked me my opinion. You got Gummy's opinion. Ultimately, how do you feel about the Dolphins coming to town this week? All right. So before the season started, I told you, and even the last couple of games, I've told you, I thought the Dolphins were winning games with their defense. And I think you agreed with me. You, yeah, yeah, but you should. I'm on my defense a little bit. Remember a, lot, a couple episodes well, ago? I'm going to keep shitting on them. All right, Just go, give me go, a second. Go, go. Okay, go. I decided to look up some stats. The Dolphins are 31st in the league against 30, the Pats. I'm about to say, like, what are you talking about? They're, they're pretty bad no, well, right Because now. I've watched the games. I've watched every single snap because we also okay. do a Dolphins show. So I've okay. watched every single snap. And I'm like, okay, they're, they're getting opportune turnovers, right? Yeah. They don't beat the Bills if they don't force that fumble and end yep. up in the two-yard line to, to punch the ball in. Like, yep. But good, when I look at the stats. find a way to win. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Oh, yeah. It's okay. We'll see it's about that. So 31st against that. 
they've only had seven sacks all year. There's yep. only three teams that are worse than them. Yep. I think the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. Everybody else is better than them as far as sacks. Like, it makes no sense to me because when I watch them, I'm like, okay, this this defense they look is great. pretty good. Yeah. But statistically, they're shit. Yep. Now, what I think it is, is like we've said, they're all or nothing with that zero blitz. Yep. They bring the house. Facts. And when they get to the quarterback, they, get they the either force a turnover, whether it be a forced fumble, yep. or or they, they pressure somebody into a bad pass. So yep. what I was telling them yesterday when we did the Dolphins episode with uh, Richmond Webb, I was telling you guys, I believe that if you guys come out and zero blitz us all game long, Zach Wilson has the legs to buy time to find one of our three receivers because we have three receivers that can make plays. So, and I and I truly believe that. And what and I don't know backs. is if and, and two running backs. backs. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys are gonna stick with that game plan because it feels like you guys are pretty adamant to stick with it no matter what. Like you said, even when it's not working, you they guys it. bring it. Yep. And I, I last game, Zach Wilson was running for his life the whole game. He was pressured over 65% of his plays, but he only got yeah. sacked once. So that tells me that we have an advantage in that aspect if you guys decide to play that way. So do I think we could win? I do think we can win. I do think we will win. I think we'll be 3-2. and two. And before I tell you, before I finish, I wanted to throw this one thing just to show you how bad the Dolphins and the Jets have been over the last decade. You want to know what's the last time that after week three we played each other and we were both at least 500? When? It was... Week 14, December 12, 2010. God damn. The Jets were 9-3 and and the Dolphins were 6-6. That was the last time that we played each other after week three that we were both 500 or better. That sounds like the Tony Sperano era. RIP Tony Sperano, but that sounds like the Tony Tony Sperano era. Yeah, I I guess I was about to say something, but you're right. I'm I'm going to keep it there. Yeah, Yeah, stop it. Stop it. All right. So, so yes, I, 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 I think I think we win. I think we put up twenty seven on your shitty defense. <laughs> and I think twenty seven. Teddy Bridgewater is Whoa. more athletic than than Tua Tagovailoa. Yep, he is. The one problem that I've seen with the Jets is that they're not disciplined with keeping containment. They well, seem to they, they seem to swing Jackson. back in. But he's only playing thirty percent of the snaps. No, no, like like game one, game one, we've actually. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he's got Lamar Jackson. Jackson. But but you know what? We talked about this in in our first episode or second episode. I felt like Lamar Jackson wasn't looking to run at all. See, a lot of people say that, but the thing is, with Lamar Jackson's runs, bro, like it's it's all it's all based off of broken containment and of course the um the run option. When 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 you got Q crashing the middle the way he was and Carl Lawson. I love that freaking all 22 because you would see Carl Lawson, no bullshit, like beat his man and just wait. <laughs> like he wasn't, he wasn't running. Right, he right, would right, right. And then like after a couple of seconds, he would then pursue. I, I think know. that containment I, I felt, I felt big, like man. that contain, not, but Lamar Jackson, I agree. But like Kenny Pickett, for example, we'd come in and then there's so many different ends playing. I don't even know which yeah. ends it were, but they would come yeah. back in and they'd come back in instead of keeping containment. And then we'd give them room to either, to get run for a couple yards or or, or, or try get out and, and find a, an open receiver. Now, if we can keep containment with Teddy Bridgewater, I feel pretty confident 
that we can contain them to an extent. Now it all depends on our safeties. And we'll see how our safeties do. But I do think we I, I do think we're gonna put twenty seven up on you. Okay, and then, and you and what was our score? Because I didn't I didn't think I heard that because I was laughing so hard internally. You said twenty seven for you, and what was for us? Seventeen. Whoosh. All right, Gumby. I don't want to answer it yet. You go ahead. You go before me, man. What's your prediction for this game? All right. Look, I'm as optimistic as it comes when it comes to being the Jets. That man. boy said twenty seven points. Get, That's what I gotta say. Let, I, I, up, look, Gumby. Just to be clear. Up until today, uh-huh. I think the most I've predicted for the Jets is like 17 or 20 points. I, okay. I'm usually I'm usually down on the lower tier, but I feel very optimistic okay. about this game. The so floor is before, yours, I, before I give you my prediction, I want to go ahead and, and, and preface it with this. Okay. So I, when I did my, my, re- my videos for my predictions, I, I had the Jets beating the Ravens. We lost. When I did my prediction for freaking the Cleveland Browns game, I had us losing it, and then we won. Then for the Cincinnati Bengals game, I thought, you know what? They're coming in. Worst offensive line in the league. 13 sacks. We're going to go ahead and eat. I had us winning that game. We lost. Last week, I had us freaking losing to the oh. freaking Steelers, and we won. Oh. So, okay. hmm. with that said, mm-hmm. the New York Jets <laughs> are going to lose this game 21-24. to 24. Okay. <laughs> so, 21-24. Is why I think the score is going to ultimately be this game. And I do believe it's going to be a test both for um, uh, Zach Wilson. Again, like you said before, man, our offensive line right now is in shambles. And we're not too sure if Dwayne Brown is going to be out there or whatnot. Like, if, if Dwayne Brown is able to come off of, of injured reserve, I think it kind of changes the dynamic a little bit. But the Miami Dolphins does, does have a really good offensive line. There's no denying that. Um, our guys have to get home. And the ability to go ahead and contain freaking – Tyreek Hill and Jalen oh, Waddle, bro, like that's that's where I'm scared. That's where I'm scared. I won't lie. They're the two. They're literally. The, uh, I think Tyreek Hill is the number one, and Jalen Waddle's the number three fastest wide receivers in the NFL. The person in between them is freaking Jamison Williams. That's the only person in between them. Um, that's a scary like combination. And as much as I love our DBs and I, I feel pretty confident about them, those guys have not faced the likes of a of, of a Tyreek Hill or a Jalen Waddle in terms of speed, like pure speed. So. If our if our defensive line can get into the backfield, different story. I think that that's that's a 24-21 win Jets way. But if we can't create pressure on Teddy Bridgewater and he's able to get back there and, and, and launch that ball and give those guys just a little bit of time, uh, I see that getting away from us real quick. The, the safeties, again, they had an incredible game this past week. But even though my recap video has me eating a receipt, like literally eating a receipt because of the LaMarcus Joyner freaking performance, um, I'm not there to be able to say, like, oh, my God, we figured it out. that Our, our, right. our safeties are the shit. Like, I'm not there yet. And But if they if they freaking can somehow, some way contain Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Gusecki, bro, I'm, I, I'll eat all the receipts there is to eat. I'm all about it. Because that's my biggest fear is, and I do think that I think that freaking Bridgewater has a stronger arm than Tua. I, people are laughing when I, I'm like, no, I think he has a stronger arm than Tua, not by much, but I think it's stronger. And that being said, means he can go ahead and afford to go ahead and wait in the pocket a little bit longer than necessary to go ahead and wait for those guys to get open downfield. That terrifies me. But I got 24 uh, 21, the Jets taking an L. <clears throat> go ahead, Manny. You, you give me your give me your score. Quick point here for you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Danny. You were the one who said, and you texted me this a few times. Teddy Bridgewater is not as bad as everybody thinks he is. Was that you I that he, said that? Name me a better backup quarterback. But I'm saying that was you that Can't. said that, correct? Exactly. Yes, and and I okay. and I think I would feel, I feel better if Tua was playing. 
Same okay. here. Okay, I've been so, saying that. People think I'm crazy. I'm like, nah, I'd prefer to play Pay Tua than to play Teddy Bridgewater. So so stick with Teddy me. Teddy Bridgewater with his legs. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm so sticking stick with, with you. Me here. You said that. And then the follow-up to that point, you also said, even though it was a short week with no practice and just mental reps, because he wasn't on the field to take those reps against the Bengals, he looked pretty decent for a guy who did. Oh, okay. So he now did. you're saying Teddy Bridgewater, pretty solid quarterback. Put up 17 ten, points. 10 days of practice to get ready for you guys yes and now you're you're just saying he's only going to put up 21 points against was it 21 17, 17. 17. You're, you're being super disrespectful let me tell you something week one everybody was like everybody was like oh week one the dolphins did so great that offense was so amazing oh we got we it put up 17 it wasn't you I guys scored it. 10 offensive points and everybody was on your jock you guys Outside of that fourth quarter, outside outside of that fourth quarter against the Ravens, you guys have looked okay. Listen, you can't remove a whole quarter. It doesn't matter if we score zero okay, points but, for the first. But if we're talking about four, if we're talking about four games, I can say out of four games, sixteen quarters, you've looked average for fifteen of them. That means something. But and there were some pretty good opponents, right? Because I think the majority of the experts had us what starting one and. Four, one and four, two and two. Uh, come on, Brady Quinn had us at zero and nine. Who cares what the experts fair, say? That's what this I'm saying. True. Fair this enough. Is also true. It, it's also fair enough. But what I'm saying is, don't give my backup quarterback cookies and then try to take it away from him. So again, look, to, like I said, I think he'd put up seventeen if it was two. I'd say fourteen. Disrespectful. Go- oh my god! <laughs> How dare you? So, like Gumby said, Tyree Kill. Jalen Waddle, Mike Gusecki, Chase Edmonds, ugh, dropping that pass last week. Chase Edmonds, mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds coming to the back. Raheem Mostert, a lot of speed coming out of that backfield. Even if it's simple dump offs that Teddy Bridgewater will complete, like you said, Tua was kind of forcing a lot of passes while he was in there, trying to get down the field repeatedly over and over again. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater has that mentality. I think he's quicker to see if that's not available, I'm going to dump it off he's, to the safe option. It off. Yep, so when it comes true. to mentality, I feel stronger with Teddy Bridgewater coming into this game with 10 days to prepare for you guys. The running Quan game. Alex- Quan yeah. Alexander is going to blow up one of your running backs. I'm I'm sure he is. I, I, and C.J. Mosley has also been playing play, playing great football for you guys as yeah, well. Yeah. So running the rock. We haven't been effective running the rock. We're kind of like you guys. But I also told you earlier that, with the start of the season is I think our passing will set up the run. Ultimately, that hasn't happened yet. Is this the week that we could possibly – Run the Barack against you guys because you guys aren't that good against a run. I don't know because Mike McDaniel is also not using Mike Gesicki the way he's not running the Barack with Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. So ultimately, yesterday I told you in the show, I, I picked 2017 us. I think, like Gumby, I think it's a three point game. Yeah. But just because you were so disrespectful to say we're only going to put up seven points, I'm going to say 17. 17. You were being disrespectful. <laughs> You're so disrespectful that I can't, I can't get it out of my head. I think we're going to put up 27 points, and you guys are going to put up 14, and it's going to be a Miami Dolphins victory. Well, I, I want you to, to understand something real quick. Yeah. Week one, there's a lot of upsets, obviously because it's the first game and see everybody's rusty, but also right. because when you're opening up in your home, it's a lot of emotion there, right? Yeah. And you yeah. don't get that home opener emotion again unless it's like maybe a playoff game or a really yeah. big primetime game. Fair enough. Yep, that's fact. But – the energy on Sunday with Zach Wilson making his home debut this year Huge. is going to be Massive. like a home opener, okay? Especially after winning against the Steelers last week. And because we know that there's a lot of Dolphin fans that show up to MetLife. 
So they Jets do, fans bro. know that. They travel yeah, well. They do. MetLife Takeover, bro. baby. Hashtag MetLife Takeover. They travel so well. So I do believe that the, the atmosphere in that stadium is going to be it's, it's going to be big time. And I think that's going to help the team also. And you said I was being disrespectful. So I wanted to look it up. You guys scored 20 points against the, the, the Patriots. Yeah. 13 of those were offensive. Yep. You guys scored 42 against the Baltimore Ravens, right? Yes, but the did. majority of those were in the fourth quarter. That's fine. Then you put up 21 against Buffalo, four yes, more than did. the 14 I predicted. Yep. And then last week you put up 15 points. So am I really that with far off with our quarterback going down? You just I don't, you, but you, you still had your two yeah, you still right. had your two faith your two receivers and the same quarterback that you're talking about right now is the one that's gonna play on Sunday. First of all, Jalen Waddle was nowhere to be seen that second half. I don't know if you didn't yeah, know that. Hurt. I don't know if he, he did. mentally checked out. I know of that I have game. him on my fantasy team, believe me, I know. Right. I don't know <laughs> I, I don't, same here. I was so pissed. <laughs> and seeing his quarterback went down, just mentally checked him out. But ultimately he he wasn't on the injury report. I don't know if it's he was hampered. No, no, no. Right. He was hampered. He took a hit. He took a hit. And because I remember he they uh he went to the sideline. He did the whole like, I need out, I need yeah, out. Yeah. I think he tried to gut it out. I think he tried to gut it out, but right. you can that's tell. what I think. He was not in second half, he was, he was gone. Yeah, he was gone, man. So again, mini bye week, both of those guys, Teddy Bridgewater, Jalen Waddle, Xavier Howard, my guy. You guys were not gonna be competitive in December, and you're not gonna be competitive this game. Okay, you're so gonna now, you're being now you're being no, disrespectful. No, no, no. He started it. He started it. <laughs> again, again, you guys have basically averaged 17 points every game already Fair. this year. So I don't know how Fair. I'm being disrespectful. Fair. Listen, Tyreek also leads the league. In, uh, he leads the league in, in yards, and he's like he's got more catching yards. And what is it? Uh, I think you called them out the Chicago Bears. They've the looked Bears. terrible. He yeah, has more receiving yards than a, the than whole a few teams group. out there. Let yeah. me be clear, Manny. Either Tyreek Hill will beat you by or Jalen Waddle are gonna get lost in the oh sauce. Oh my god. And and let's not forget DJ Reed right now is the number two rated defensive back in the entire NFL. Yeah, and he's like I, they, five seven. I'm not sure like, how yeah, he's, he's like doing. Five foot. I don't know how he's doing it, man. And <laughs> I, I, I kept telling either. people like if, if DJ Reed, no bullshit, if DJ Reed yeah, had yeah. been six feet tall in the like bef- like during this offseason, he'd be yeah. no freaking way he's a jet. No way, we couldn't afford him. We could not <laughs> afford him. If he was six foot tall, no way he's he's on the Jets roster right now. Hey, Brent Grimes and, used to do that. He used to ball out, and he was a yeah, he was a little guy. I remember him. Yeah, oh, I, I used to Brad. hate Brent Grimes. Uh, just I, I, I want to leave one last thing. I want to leave you with Sauce Gardner. I think he's been playing amazing. But you know what's impressed me the most about Sauce Gardner is that I thought that he would be getting flags left and right because he was so physical and so handsy and in so college. Handsy he's been college. good. Yes. And I, and I, I was like, he's, it's going to be like a, a really big learning curve and it's going to be a lot of flags thrown his way. He hasn't gotten one flag a this year. Flag. Not one. As much as much as we, we talk shit about the Jets freaking like coaches because like, we're all mad and, and we're upset, I, I we have to give credit. The, uh, the job they've done with this rookie group of individuals, yeah. Yeah. it's been impeccable. Because if you look at it, we haven't gotten a flag from any of our rookies except for I want to say Michael Clemens on a a um, yes special teams a late hit. It was a special teams, yeah, special teams. Yes. That's it. Our rookies have been balling out, and they've not cost us in terms of penalties, which you would expect no. because they're freaking rookies. Yeah, and like you just said, Sauce Gardner. And when you looked at the costume, that was the one thing I was like, man, he's way too handsy in the NFL. Not gonna go with that shit, man. That's a oh. hole. That's a hole. That's a pass mm-hmm. interference. Yep. But he's been able to go ahead and be very precise in his timing for the pass breakups. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thing to bring up, man. Because yeah. I would I'll say this: the coaching staff, as much as we've talked shit about them, if 
for you to go ahead and coach up these rookies to be playing like vets, that that's that's got you've got to give credit to the coaching staff when it comes to that kind 100%. of hundred percent. I'll give them we're, that we're all day. I'll give them that. All we're day. up against we're up against the clock, but I had one more question. It's a real good one. It's a real short one. Okay. All right. How good was that brisket taco that you had? Because it looked good Bruh. on the camera. It looked good. Okay, so okay, my brother makes the best brisket I've ever had out here in Texas. Yep. I've been here for freaking yep. fourteen years. My brother is from California. Learn how to make freaking like, well. I'm not. <laughs> let me phrase that. He's from Pittsburgh. He was a Marine as well. We were all Marines. Right, he was a Marine right, as well. Right. Was stationed in. Cal- he learned how to make brisket in California. Dog, I've had like award winning brisket here in Texas, and they yeah. don't even come close to what Oof. my brother can make. I need, smoke to, I, need, I need you to ship me some, man, because that, that taco looked look, good. You know and, what? Done. And the crunch on Done. the shell, the crunch on the shell when you've been into – That's that H-E-B <laughs> tortilla, bro. That's that H-E-B tortilla. I got right, you. Well, I got you. Thanks thanks a lot for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Hey, it's, this I, was fun, I've enjoyed thanks following you on guys. Twitter. I got to start tuning in on Tuesdays now that I know that it's consistently every taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Taco Tuesdays. Yep. So Taco gotcha. Tuesdays, Tuesday nights at eight o'clock or oh, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Eastern, Central. Eastern, seven p.m. Central. Yep. And, and uh, hey, again, thank you for joining us, love, and hopefully we're I celebrating. Would love uh, to be back. By the oh, way, oh no, for guys, sure, for sure. Oh, you guys are fucking awesome. I would love Thanks, to be appreciate back that. on the show again. No, for man. sure. This has been a blast. No, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> for sure we'll bring you back. We'll bring you back at some point right. later this year. Awesome, All right, man. Awesome. Again, appreciate you. Appreciate you, like always, Mr. Beater Fanatic. I was not being disrespectful. Strictly yes, facts. Yes, you and I, and I look forward to talking shit to you next week, sir. All right, boys. Peace. All right, guys. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, have a good one.